Welcome to Grey 2 Movies Presents Darkness in the Film Industry. This is a 20-part series detailing certain acts and behaviours of particular actors, film producers, directors and other socials within the film industry. This is not for the faint of heart. This 20-part series will detail certain events and circumstances in relation to child abuse, conspiracies, general abuse, and even murder. Please listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hey guys and welcome back to the Gruesome Twosome Movie Reviewsome and welcome back to episode 4 of the 20 part series Darkness in the Film Industry where I your host Ebony will deep dive and discuss particular actions and behaviours of those within the film industry. This includes details on events and circumstances in relation to child abuse, conspiracies and even murder. Before we get into episode 4, Asia Argento, I'd just like to say that during this series I will not be discussing Army Hammer or Harvey Weinstein. I believe both of these figures have been discussed in detail recently that I would not be adding anything new to the discussion. Now with that being said, let's get started. Episode 4, Asia Argento. Who is Asia Argento? Asia Argento born Aria Maria Vittoria Rossa Argento on 20th of September 1975 is an Italian actress and filmmaker. The daughter of filmmaker Dario Argento, she has had roles in several of her father's features and achieved mainstream success with appearances in XXX, Land of the Dead and Marie Antoinette. Her other notable acting credits include Queen Margot, Let's Not Keep in Touch, Travelling Companion, Last Days and Islands. Argento is the recipient of several accolades including two David D. Donatello awards for Best Actress and three Italian Golden Globes. Her directorial credits include The Hardest Deceitful Above All Things, which we'll get to later, and Misunderstood. Her father is Dario Gento, an Italian filmmaker known for his work in the Italian giallo genre and for his influence on modern horror and slasher movies. Her mother was actress Daria Nicolodi and her maternal great-grandfather was composer Alfredo Casella. When Argento was born, the city registry office in Rome refused to acknowledge Asia as an appropriate name and instead officially inscribed her name as Aria, a name accepted by the city registry. She went by the name Asia, which she later used professionally. She pronounces her name as Ashia, which friends sometimes abbreviate to like Aussie. Argento has said that as a child she was lonely and depressed, owing in part to her parents' work. Her father used to read her his horror scripts as bedtime stories. At age eight, Argento published a book of poems. At the age of 14, she ran away from home. Argento has mentioned in interviews that she does not have a close relationship with her father. She has mentioned that he was absent when she was a child and has also mentioned that because of this, she did not have a happy childhood. Regarding her relationship with her father and her reason for acting, she has stated that, I never acted out of ambition. I acted to gain my father's attention. It took a long time for him to notice me. I started when I was nine, and he only cast me when I was 16, and he only became my father when he was my director. I always thought it was sick to choose looking at yourself on a big screen as your job. There has to be something crooked in your mind to want to be loved by everybody. It's like being a prostitute to share that intimacy with all those people. It's Tuesday! Or maybe it isn't, but Tuesday is about to be your favorite day of the week. You bet. She's Jenny. And she's Caitlin. We're teachers, we're moms, we're friends, and we're funny. I mean, I certainly think we are. We're here to teach you what we had to learn and maybe save you some of the embarrassment. Absolutely. We discuss all topics from the serious to the silly. Things like how to improve your resume and cover letter, advocating for yourself when talking to your doctor, what to expect when you're getting Botox, or how to wash your face at night. And we can help you participate in that water cooler chat about sports and world events. 
And if you're feeling like your life is a mess, don't worry. We can relate. Yeah, we're not afraid to tell you all the mortifying and hilarious things about our own lives, professionally or personally. We're shameless. We're rated G. We're slightly crazy. Come hang with us. It's the CK and GK podcast. New episodes drop every Tuesday, everywhere you listen. Have you laughed today? Accusations made by Argento. Argento alleged in October 2017 New Yorker article by Ronan Farrow that she had been sexually assaulted by Harvey Weinstein in the 90s. She would later have consensual, albeit one-sided, sexual relations with him. She confirmed that a scene in Scarlet Diva where her character is accosted by a movie executive was indeed a reference to Weinstein. Later, Argento stated that the article did a huge disservice to me and to my truth by simplifying all this, and accused Farrow of misrepresenting what happened to her. Argento delivered a speech on the 20th of May 2018 following the 2018 Cannes Film Festival, calling the festival Weinstein's hunting ground, alleging that she was raped by Weinstein in Cannes when she was 21. She added, And even tonight, sitting among you, there are those who still have to be held accountable for their conduct against women. On 24th of January 2021, Agento alleged that director Rob Cohen drugged her with gamma-hydroxybutyric acid and raped her during the filming of Triple X. A representative of Cohen denied Argento's assault accusations as absolutely false. The hardest deceitful above all things. The hardest deceitful above all things is a 2004 drama film co-written and directed by Asia Argento and starring Argento, Jimmy Bennett, Dylan Sprouse and Cole Sprouse. The screenplay by Argento and Alessandro McVagenia is based on J.T. Leroy's novel of the same name. The film received a limited release in North America on March 10th, 2006, shortly after Laura Albert was revealed to be the actual author of the J.T. Leroy books. The film concerns a tattered relationship between Sarah, a drug addict, and her young son, Jeremiah. Their life together is marked by serious substance abuse. The title is taken from Jeremiah 17.9. Before I go into the accusations and scandals surrounding this film, let me tell you a little bit this film and my personal connection to it. The other half of this podcast, Jess, who is on the men, by the way, everyone. She will be back joining me sometime in the near future. Yay. <laughs> Introduced me to this film, I want to say maybe two years ago, maybe one year ago. She said if I ever wanted to sit and watch a film and be heartbroken, and I mean purely heartbroken, this is the one to watch. And holy shit, she was right. (laughs) This film is such a hard watch, especially if you have a parent who's gone through any kind of alcohol or drug abuse. The situations the mother puts her child through, the characters along the way, one of which is Marilyn Manson, which if you know his background, makes us even more uncomfortable to watch. It's hard to say that we recommend this film due to the subject matter, but if you have no emotion and a cold black heart, (laughs) even more so than ours, go watch it and then listen to the rest of this episode as it does put a lot more into perspective when you realise the scenes that were being shot at the time of these accusations. Now, with that being said, let's get into the accusations against Asia Argento. On the 19th of August 2018, the New York Times published allegations that Argento sexually assaulted actor Jimmy Bennett. Argento had first met Bennett when he played her son in the 2004 film The Hardest Deceitful Above All Things. The alleged assault occurred in 2013 when he was two months past his 17th birthday in a hotel room in California where the age of consent is 18. Argento was 37. 
37 at the time. According to Bennett, in their encounter, Argento gave him alcohol, performed oral sex on him, and had sexual intercourse with him. If true, the allegation meant that Argento could be charged with statutory rape as Bennett was legally a minor under California law. Argento had quietly arranged a $380,000 non-disclosure settlement with Bennett in the months following her revelations regarding Weinstein. Bennett said when Argento came out against Weinstein, it stirred memories of his own experience in 2013. He imparted that he had sought to resolve the matter privately and had not spoken out sooner. Because I was ashamed and afraid to be part of the public narrative, in a statement provided by the Times, he said, I was underage when that took place, and I tried to seek justice in a way that made sense to me at the time, because I was not ready to deal with the ramifications of my story becoming public. At the time, I believed there was still a stigma to being in the situation as a male in our society. I didn't think that people would understand the event that took place from the eyes of a teenage boy. Bennett said he would like to move past this event in my life, adding, Today I choose to move forward, no longer in silence. Argento denied the allegations, claiming that she never had a sexual encounter with Bennett and that when he made a request for money to her, her partner Anthony Bourdain paid him to avoid negative publicity. On the 22nd of August, she released a statement reading, I strongly deny and oppose the contents of the New York Times article dated the 20th of August 2018, as circulated also in a national and international news. I am deeply shocked and hurt by having read that it is absolutely false. I have never had a sexual relationship with Bennett. The spokeswoman for the Times responded, We are confident in the accuracy of our reporting, which was based on verified documents and multiple sources. Fellow Me Too advocate Rose McGowan initially expressed support for Argento and implored others to show restraint, stating, None of us know the truth of the situation, and I'm sure more will be revealed. Be gentle. McGowan faced criticism on social media for her comments which contradicted the Me Too movement's message of being survivors. Sorry, of believing survivors. Following Argento's denials, a photograph of her topless in bed with Bennett was published, as well as her alleged admission of sex with him in text messages to model Rain Dove. In the screenshots, Argento repeatedly stated, I had sex with him, it felt weird. I didn't know he was a minor until the shakedown letter. In a letter published online in September 2018, Argento's attorney admitted there was a sexual encounter but claimed Bennett sexually attacked Argento. Amid the allegations, Argento was dropped as a judge on X Factor Italy. Why was she ever on X Factor Italy? <laughs> like, okay, she can act to a degree, but, like, she's not anything that special. <sighs> Anywho, that's, uh, that one always hits kind of weird for me. I think, you know, when you watch someone on screen and you have a feeling something's not right, but you want to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're celebrities and you don't know them. So, you know, you're never going to know the truth. But then stuff like this comes out and you're just like, well, maybe my gut instinct was right. Maybe there was something off. That's me with Asia Argento. Every film I've ever seen her in, I'm like, okay, so she can somewhat act, but there's something off. And that's it. For me, that's, I don't know what it is. I mean, clearly I had some sort of reasoning to it because all this came out, but I don't know. It's just odd. Just one of those odd ones. Well, guys, this one is a short and sweet one. Um, I thought I'd include her in it because she's a little bit more well-known, especially considering her father, Dario. But <sighs> some of these stories are just so hard to to put together and to read, um, especially with some circumstances surrounding my own personal life, which... 
shameless plug. If you listen to my other <laughs> podcast, uh, the Sweet and Sour Nuggets podcast, you'd um, understand what I'm talking about. But uh, I don't know. Some of these are just really hard to get through. But at the same time, they're stories that deserve to be heard. Like some of these people are so famous, but yet you still don't hear of it. Or it's something that was in the spotlight once and then never heard of again. Like with Asia, for example, like after all this, she's just come back into the spotlight again in her fucking father's latest film, which for the life of me, I cannot think the name of. Oh my God. What is it? (laughs) But like, okay, sure. It's Italian and it's not some massive major hit. Yes. It it did get Dario's name back out, um, back out there again, but I didn't, I don't know. Dark Glasses. That was the one. I watched that. It was Shudder exclusive, I believe. Oh, no, now it's on Amazon Prime. I thought it was Shudder exclusive. Anyway, I did watch it. It was interesting. It could have been better. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something off about Asia, regardless of the situation. But, anyway, going to leave this one short and sweet. I do, as I said previously, it's hard to recommend a movie like The Hardest Deceitful Above All Things, but it's it's worth a watch. So, at least once. Just be prepared for some really, really um, heartbreaking and disturbing scenes. And not disturbing as in, like, bloody or anything like that. Disturbing as in child abuse. So, with that being said, I'm going to leave you guys. Go into the next episode next week. Because I'm on a fucking roll and we're getting these out weekly again. Look at me go. (laughs) So sad. Why do you guys listen to me by myself is beyond me. Um... But episode five is a big one with Roman Polanski, which I've probably just butchered. I butcher everyone's names, okay? You guys should be used to that by now. Um, And finally, (laughs) after so much wait and extremely delayed, because our one-year anniversary was the 5th of December, we should have our anniversary episode coming out soon, which is exciting. Fortunately, just me solo, but um, Jess will be there in spirit and you'll hear all about that in the episode. But keep an eye out. We definitely have some more exciting things coming. Um, We're not going anywhere. So I hope you're enjoying the series and we'll speak soon. Bye. Hey, it's Ebony here, and I'm here to let you know that if you've enjoyed this episode of the Gruesome Twosome Movie Reviewsome, you can find us on other platforms. That's right, we are on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, and more. You can also follow us on social media at G-R-U-E-T-W-O underscore movies. Gru2 underscore movies. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Hope to see you there.